Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Legal Ethics in a New York Minute, where we share tips to stay on track and traps to avoid. I'm your host, Kaylin Whittingham. Well, today... We are bringing you part two of our two-part escrow series. And in part one, we gave you five do's and we also gave you five don'ts. Today, we're going to talk about common misconceptions as it relates to escrow accounts and also misuse of escrow accounts. So let's kick it off by talking about the misuse of the escrow account. In part one, if you recall, we told you that you needed to separate your escrow account from your business and your personal account. And that is important because if you are using your escrow account either as a business account or a personal account, that is a misuse of your escrow account And many attorneys have been disciplined because of that. Additionally, another thing that we mentioned in part one was to not put your fees, your legal fees in your escrow account. We also told you that you could, it's permissible for you to do so. However, if you do put your legal fees in your escrow account, you must promptly remove them when they're earned. So if you're saying, okay, I want to separate it. I don't want to put my retainer in my business account. I'd rather withdraw it when I earn it. That's okay. It's not required under New York rules, but that's okay if you'd like to do it that way. The requirement, however, is for you to withdraw it promptly when it's earned. So if it's earned today and you don't withdraw it, let's say within a week you withdraw it. So let's say you do your accounting and you withdraw it in the week. I think that would be sufficient for being prompt. But if it's going to stay there for a month or two months or three months, it's not going to be seen as prompt. And that is a misuse of your escrow account. So remember, no legal fees in escrow accounts, but if you put legal fees in escrow accounts, withdraw it as soon as it's earned. Third, do not allow your friends or even your clients or do not hold funds for your friends or your clients or associate whoever the person may be, for the purpose of hiding those funds from creditors. It is not allowed. There are cases upon cases where an attorney will hold the funds in the escrow account for a third party. However, it has nothing to do with the practice, that attorney's practice. It's simply aiding that person to evade their creditors. So you're not allowed to do that. And likewise, you can't hold your funds in your escrow for that purpose either. So if you're holding funds, whether it be for a client or a third party or yourself, and the purpose is to evade creditors or the IRS, that's improper and you could be disciplined for it. Let's now turn to some of the common misconceptions about escrow accounts. At times, You may believe you've earned your fee. Your client may think otherwise. 
I mean, you may actually have a genuine belief that you're entitled to the funds. But please remember, under the rules, disputed funds must be held in escrow. You are not allowed to withdraw those funds until the issue has been resolved, whether it's by a court or arbitration or otherwise. Until it has been resolved, even if you have a genuine belief that those funds belong to you on a quantum merit basis or otherwise, it doesn't matter. If you withdraw those funds before that dispute is resolved, you will be disciplined. There's a very sad case from 2017 called Matter of Feng Li. And quite frankly, that case has been in litigation for years, but he withdrew the funds that were in dispute. But not only did he withdraw those funds, he sent some to China. He put it in his kid's name. It, you know, he was disbarred in New Jersey and he got a three-year suspension here in New York. The point is, if your fees are in dispute, you do not have a right to withdraw them from your escrow account. Another common misconception is that if you mistakenly over disburse funds from your escrow to a client, it is not misappropriation. That is not true. If even if you did not take those funds for your personal use, but you misappropriated one client fund and paid another, it is still misappropriation. The courts have said over and over the moment your escrow account falls below what is supposed to be in the account, it is misappropriation. So even if it's not you intentionally withdrawing those funds for your personal use, if it's below the amount, if you use one client fund to pay another client, it is misappropriation. Another common misconception is that if a check that was issued to the attorney is dishonored, whether the check was for attorney fees or costs, you know, some form of expense that's being reimbursed to the attorney, and that check is dishonored, it is not misappropriation. Now, that's a misconception because that's not true. Even if the funds belong to you, if that check is dishonored, it's going to prompt the attorney grievance committee to audit your account. And it is saying that your account fell below what was supposed to be in the account, which as I stated a moment ago, the courts have said once that occurs that it is misappropriation. So even if the money really is not for a client or some other third party, but it belongs to you, it is still saying that something is wrong in the account because the account is not balanced. Here is another one that you may find very surprising, perhaps not. The repayment of misappropriated funds, it will still be a violation and you will still be sanctioned and disciplined for it. So if you have taken funds that belongs to your clients or belongs to a third party and then you repay it, that's not enough for you to avoid discipline. You will still be disciplined and it is still considered a misappropriation of the client funds. I'm going to give you two interesting examples. There's a case called Matter of Hornstein, and it came out in 2014. And one of the interesting things about this case is that the funds that the attorney misappropriated were actually legal fees that belonged to the firm. So he had collected these legal fees, did not turn it over when he should have to the firm. 
And then he repaid it, right? He repaid these fees and self-reported it to the committee. That wasn't enough. He was still internally suspended before the investigation completed. And an interim suspension means that while the committee is investigating before they've reached a conclusion, you are suspended. So you can't practice. And remember what I said, this was a case where it wasn't client funds, it was legal fees, but the legal fees should have been turned over to the law firm and it wasn't done. So that attorney was suspended. How about matter of Weintraub, another 2014 decision where the attorney borrowed $600,000 and repaid it with interest. Wasn't enough for him to avoid discipline. He was still disciplined. He was disbarred, actually. The lesson here is even if you repay the funds, once you don't have permission to quote unquote, borrow it, you have violated the rules and you will be sanctioned. Well, that concludes part two of our two-part escrow series. I hope you've learned a thing or two and no traps to avoid. If you like what you've heard, like, comment, and share. Until next time, I'm your host, Kaylin Whittingham. <music>